Malachi, pastor and founder of Life's Word Ministry, along with my beautiful wife, Christine. Welcome to our podcast. We hope that what you hear will enrich, enhance, and encourage your life in a very special way. It is our endeavor to share a word with you that will help you to live hope and change. And now here's today's podcast. Let me ask you a question. What is the role of the Holy Spirit? Does anyone know what the role of the Holy Spirit is? You that are saved and filled, do you know what the role of the Holy Spirit is in your life? Now, I'm sure those of you that teach the Word of God, those of you that preach the Word of God, you can give me a theological answer But do you really know what the role of the Holy Spirit is in your life personally? Not what you've taught, not what you've read, but what you believe within your own heart, the role of the Holy Spirit is in your life. Not from a pedagogical stance, but from a stance of layman. Do you know what the role of the Holy Spirit is? Because I understand that all of the gifts given to mankind by God, there is none greater than the presence of the Holy Spirit. That is one of the greatest gifts given to mankind by God. The Spirit has many functions in our life. The Spirit has many roles in our lives. The Spirit has many activities in our lives. And the only way that we can understand what those roles and functions and activities are, we have to, one, pray. We have to communicate with the Father. Because the Holy Spirit came from heaven, and in order for us to understand his role in our lives, we have to pray and ask God what his role is in our life. Well, I understand that, first of all, he does a work in the hearts of all people everywhere. Jesus told his disciples that he would send the Spirit into the world to convict the world. Why would he convict the world? He would convict the world of guilt in regard to sin and righteousness and judgment. In John 16, 7 through 11, and I hope you write these scriptures down and you can read them later in your study time. But John 16, 7 through 11 says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. Isn't that a wonderful way to start it out? Nevertheless, doesn't matter what you've heard. I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. Concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father and you will see me no longer. Concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. Understand this, every one has a God consciousness, whether you want to believe that or you want to admit it or not. And it's the spirit that applies the truths of God to minds of men to convince them by fair and sufficient arguments that they are sinners. Now, responding to that conviction brings men to salvation. I know that through conviction, we are brought to repentance. 
once we are saved and belong to God, the Spirit takes residence in our hearts forever, sealing us with a confirming and certifying and assuring pledge of our eternal state as his children. Jesus said that he would send the Spirit to us to be our helper. He would send the Spirit to us to be our comforter. He would send the Spirit to us to guide us. He says, and I will ask the Father and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. And that was John 14 and 16. The Greek word translated here counselor means one who is called alongside and has the idea of someone who encourages and exalts. This is what the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit takes up permanent residence in the hearts of believers. The moment you accepted Christ into your life, the moment you said yes, the moment you became a believer, the Holy Spirit took up residence in your life. He abides in your heart. Romans 8 and 9 says, you, however, are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If in fact the spirit of God dwells in you, Anyone who does not have the spirit of God does not belong to him. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. Whatever you do in your body, you need to glorify him. You need to take care of the temple that you're housed in. You are a tenant in a clay house. And when you received Christ, you received his spirit. Now that spirit is being housed in this clay house. You need to take care of the temple that God is allowing you to rent. First Corinthians 12, 13. For in one spirit, we were all baptized into one body. Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and all were made to drink one spirit. Jesus gave the spirit as a compensation for his absence to perform the functions toward us, which he would have done if he would have remained with us personally. So whatever he would have done with us personally, if he was still here, he would do the things that the Holy Spirit is doing now. But the fact that he's not here personally, the Holy Spirit is acting in his place. The Holy Spirit is his ambassador, is acting on his behalf. All that we do is to glorify God. Among those function is that of a revealer of truth. The Spirit of God reveals the truth. The Spirit's present within us enables us to understand and interpret God's Word. This is how we understand what the Word of God says. How many times have you read a verse or scripture? You were just perplexed. You were confused in your mind. And all of a sudden, you understand what you've read. You know what you've read. There's no confusion. It's like, wow, that's what that means. Well, the power of the Holy Spirit is just that. It brings 
understanding to God's word. It helps you to understand what you've read. Jesus told his disciples that when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truths. John 16 and 13. The Holy Spirit reveals to our minds the whole counsel of God as it relates to worship and as it relates to doctrine and as it relates to Christian living. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate guide. Going before and leading the way, removing obstacles and obstructions, opening the understanding and making all things plain and clear. This is what the role of the Holy Spirit is in our lives, to make things plain and clear for us to be able to understand on a remedial level. The wonderful thing about this is he leads in the way that we should go in all spiritual things. Whatever it is, we're dealing on spiritual levels, and it's the Holy Spirit that helps us and leads us into all truths. Because without such a guide, we would all be apt to fall into error. I don't know about you, but I've fallen into error many times. Not only did I have to deal with self-guilt, but I also had to deal with many friends and family members that would always remind me of my past guilt, of my errors of my ways. That is one of the critical parts that the Spirit reveals to us that Jesus is who he says he is. John 15, 26. But when the Helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness of me. The Holy Spirit will bear witness of Christ to let you know that Jesus is who he says he is. 1 Corinthians 12 and 3. Therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking in the spirit of God ever says Jesus is accused and no one can say Jesus is Lord except the Holy Spirit. Remember when Jesus asked Peter, who do you say that I am? And everybody says, well, some say you're Elijah the prophet. Some said you're John the Baptist. Well, he says, well, who do you say that I am? And Peter said, you are Jesus, the son of God. He says, hey, man, nobody but the spirit of God, the power of the Holy Ghost could have revealed that to you. The spirit convinces us of Christ's deity and incarnation, his being the Messiah, his suffering and death, his resurrection and ascension, his exaltation at the right hand of God and his role as the judge of all. He gives glory to Christ in all things. We need to stop judging, folks. That's not our job. That's God's job. Our job is to love people. The Holy Spirit's job is to convict people. Our job is to love them. Stop judging. That's you're, you're out of position. That's not your job. You're not qualified. Your job description does not say judge. John 16 and 14 says he will glorify me for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. Another one of the Holy Spirit's role in our life is that of a gift giver. Have you heard that gifts come without repentance? Oh, yeah, it does. It certainly does. You look at all these people today that are gifted and not living for the Lord. Gift come without repentance. They didn't repent to get those gifts. God has given people gifts. First Corinthians 12 describes the spiritual gifts given to believers in order that we may function as the body of Christ on earth. This is why he gives us gifts, all of these gifts. 
both great and small, are given by the Spirit so that we may be his ambassadors in the world, showing forth his grace and glorifying him. It's the same reason the Holy Spirit is abiding in our lives is to be the ambassador of Christ and showing forth his grace and glorifying Jesus. The Spirit also functions as fruit producer in our lives. When he indwells in us, he begins the work of harvesting his fruit in our lives. What's some of the fruit that he harvests in our lives? We know what some of the fruits are because we can go over to the fruit chapter, Galatians 5:22 and 23, where he talks about love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Another version would be long-suffering. Oh, we don't want to talk about long-suffering. We just want to talk about love and joy and peace. You know who's going through when we quote the scriptures and the first thing we say is long-suffering. No, he starts out with love and joy and peace. Because when you receive him, that's the gifts that he gives you. He gives you the gift of love so that you're able to love those that despitefully use you. He gives you joy when everything around you is in turmoil. He gives you peace when your world is crumbling around you. He gives you patience when everybody else is in a rush to judgment. He gives you kindness when everybody's mean and cantankerous, as they say. It's goodness. Everybody's doing wrong and bad. Faithfulness when everybody's not faithful. He says you can be faithful. That's one of the gifts of being a believer is being faithful. You didn't know it was a gift, but it is. Being faithful is a gift. Gentleness is a gift. Learn to be gentle with people, not so brass and not so harsh. Be gentle with people. You'll receive more by being gentle. And self-control. Control yourself. You're able to control yourself. If you try hard enough, Pray and ask God to help you to control yourself. It's the Spirit's role in your life to have self-control. Gifts are to work in your life to glorify God. These are not works of your flesh, which is incapable of producing such fruit. Your flesh cannot produce this type of fruit. But these fruits these gifts are produced of the Spirit's presence in your life and the knowledge that the Holy Spirit of God has taken up residence in our lives, that he performs all of these miraculous functions, that he dwells within us forever, and that he will never leave us or forsake us is cause for great joy and comfort. Thank God for the precious gift of the Holy Spirit and his work in your life. Thank him for giving you these gifts. And if there's anything that I can pray with you about and pray with you for, is for you to depend on God for whatever it is that you need. The Holy Spirit comes to give you guidance. The Holy Spirit comes to give you direction. And as I pray for you, Share this podcast with others to know that 
They can depend on God for whatever they need. Father, we thank you for another podcast. We thank you for another opportunity to be able to share with our listeners. Father, we want to learn to trust you with our life and the adversities that we now face. We choose to embrace this time in our life to make the most out of it so that not one day will be wasted. Father, we pray not our will, but your will. We want to learn to trust you right now. Whatever the people are facing in this time, we lay it before you. We trust you to break through in your way and in your timing. We thank you that we are unique and that you carefully fashioned us in a special way. Father, help us to learn what you want us to learn and help us to go the way that you want us to go during our trials. Take the striving out of our lives and the self-sufficiency out of our heart. Help us not to make our own plans and then ask you to bless them. Teach us to learn, to listen to you, and then do your will wholeheartedly. Show us your plan. Show us this day and help us to live this day joyfully. Forgive us for all the times in our life where we have forced our own plans and will and changed our ways and help us to be able to lay everything at your feet. Lord, we want to give you our time and our devotion. We give you our hours of solitude. We make it our choice to be in your presence and to practice hour by hour depending on you. Convict us. Whenever we go our own way, we choose to do it your way now. Help us, Lord. We acknowledge our total dependence on you at this moment. All that we have is yours. It all belongs to you. All of our rights of ownership are yours because you have purchased us with a great price. You are what we need and you are the one we desire. We are under your leadership. You are ours. And what is yours become ours. We are your child. Take our weakness and sustain us. We thank you that we are under your protection. We thank you that you are our security. You are our rock and our refuge. Thank you that you know how to manage our life perfectly. We are so blessed because of you. In Jesus' name, amen. This concludes our podcast for today. Through one podcast at a time, we are helping you to rise up and overcome many of the world's perplexing problems. Remember to love God, love yourself, and love others. Thank you for subscribing and sharing our podcast with others. Until next time, I'm Pastor Malachi.